Wagwan people, thanks for listening to the Grateful Yardy Podcast. It's your boy Drew talking the world of professional wrestling pundit ends. And on this episode, I give my predictions for the Royal Rumble and my opinions on this week in the world of professional wrestling. But before we get into that, you can always hit us up. On our Facebook page, that is facebook.com slash the Grateful Yardy. And Grateful is spelled G-R, the number 8-F-U-L. And I would like to give a shout out to all those who have liked our Facebook page. Thank you very, very, very much. Indeed, if you will. Secondly, or secondly, I'll learn how to speak one day. Secondly, i like to say you can also... Hit me up on my Instagram. That is Mr. S-P underscore S-P-E-C-Y-A-L. That's M-R underscore S-P-E-C-Y-A-L on Instagram. And if you have anything to plug or anything like that, you can do so by Facebook page, leaving a message there, jumping into my DMs off the top rope on Instagram, and I will kindly plug whatever you're plugging. Also, Please, globally, listen to the protocols. Listen to what they're saying. Wash your hands. Keep your six feet. Wear a mask. Coronavirus is a real thing out here, people. It's mashing up lives. So if we can do our little part to help out, let me do so. And stop going with foolishness. All right? So please, wear a mask. Keep your six feet. And... Wash your God forsaken hand them. And if you can't wash them, use some hand sanitizer. All right? Cool. With all that being said, let me jump into my prediction for the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble this year, the bill was horrible. That's number one. Off the top of the bat, the Royal, it was like you're just telling us the name of the Royal Rumble. There was no bill. There's nobody that is... A clear-cut person that we know is trying to win the Royal Rumble for a particular reason. The only two people in the male Royal Rumble match have said that they're trying to win it was Edge's compelling um, promo on Raw this week where he came out and said he is trying to win the Royal Rumble to regain what he never lost. That, That was his WWE title that he had to give up after after winning at WrestleMania due to his neck issues. And then Daniel Bryan saying on Talking Smack a few weeks ago that he is going to win the Royal Rumble and take the Universal title away from the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. So, my prediction in the in the women's one, there, none of the women have stood out to say, I'm going to take the Royal Rumble. So, in the men's Royal Rumble, I'm going to predict, I'm going to give, I'm going to give a prediction and, and a sleeper pick on both. My my prediction, I think Edge should win the Royal Rumble. And the reason why I said that, because he has the most compelling story. He came back last year. He is an older guy. He never really was beaten for his title. It was injuries that took him out. He fought his way back. Now that would be a great way to tell a story of hope and triumph in 2021 after the crazy year of 2020. So Edge is the Grateful Yardies pick as the 
2021 Royal Rumble male Royal Rumble winner. On the women's side, I am predicting that I would love to see. Oh, let me give my my sleeper pick. My sleeper pick in the male Royal Rumble is Cesaro. I'm liking how they're booking him slowly but surely, but I think he's not ready yet. He's been there for a while. He has the look. He's very charismatic. Could be a WWE champion down the, down the road or a universal ta- champion down the road. But he's my sleeper pick. He might end up in the, in the, in the final four. That, that's just my observation. I think he might end up in the final four. But he's my sleeper pick. Cesaro is my sleeper pick. Edge is my winner of the Royal Rumble match for the males. On the women's side, like I said, there was not really much build here. I think it was more programs for the titles on either side. And then we have the craziness with Alexa Bliss and Asuka and all that crazy jazz and blah, blah, blah. But I'll get into that in a second. So my women's pick is Bianca Belair is my women's pick. And my sleeper is going to be Rhea Ripley. Because she kind of did a blow-off match down at NXT with um, Raquel Gonzalez. And we haven't seen her on TV since, so I think she could debut in the Royal Rumble and she could be a sleeper pick. Okay? So this week in professional wrestling, let's start with the show that is supposed to be the flagship show of professional wrestling. And it hasn't been for a couple months now, over, I would say over a year. It's Monday Night Snore because a lot of people don't sit and watch the three hours of it. But. Like I said, Edge's promo was good. The beginning segment with um, Drew and Goldberg, fine with it. Hate Miz and Morrison. I really think that Morrison should break away from Miz and actually be a singles wrestler and actually show exactly what he was doing before he went back to WWE. And if his wife, Taya Valkyrie, shows up on, on WWE TV, that would be amazing as well. But... The thing with me that really grind up my gears and really tick me off and piss me off, see the part was coming out, is this whole Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton, Fiend crap. So Alexa Bliss had a match with Asuka. And during the match, we had a rocking chair show up and a rocking chair disappear. And we're supposed to be like, oh, that is some shit that actually happens in a WWE ring. But they all been telling us for you anything can happen in the WWE. But it's stupid. It's not needed. I keep saying this. Simple booking. If you want a mystical or a, a supernatural character, make the supernatural character believable within the workings of a, of a sports entertainment show. Then you're not a sports entertainment show. You're not a wrestling show, Raw. You're a variety show that has given us a bag of things. And maybe that's what, how they're booking. I don't know. But that was strike one for me. Then strike two was that Alexa transformed twice in the match. She went back to her goddess days. And then she went to the dark, no-selling fiend ways in the same match. And it just makes Asuka look hokey and stupid. And then Randy Orton with his burnt face came out and RKO'd Alexa Bliss, which has absolutely nothing to do with the Royal Rumble. This is the go-home show, folks, for the Royal Rumble. It's the go-home show. It is trying to convince me to go watch this show come Sunday night. And Monday Night Raw didn't do that. 
at all. Minus Edge's promo, it didn't convince me that this is a show for me to tune into. And especially for the high-profile matches that are coming off of the Raw brand, it made me not want to watch any of their matches coming up on, uh, at the Royal Rumble. Then, Tuesday night, I tuned into Impact Wrestling. Everything was okay on Impact Wrestling. I'm liking the moose thing and organizing who's top guys in for the for the title or the impact title and the whole thing with moose being the self-proclaimed um tna champion and he's talking about he he wants his shot at rich one all fine with that the thing that came off whore awful that was the dumbest segment i've ever seen in a long time and i've seen a lot of dumb segments was the fire and the fire and flavor festing? It was stupid. It looked dumb, and all it was was to set up um, havoc and Nevaeh to beat up the the uh, knockouts tag team champs. But the whole thing was a horrible, horrible, horrible segment, and it's probably gonna end up being one of the worst segments of 2021. And remember. This is only month one of 2021 in the world of wrestling. And that could honestly turn around in December of this year when we're giving out best of and worst of. That could be the worst segment of the year. On Wednesday night, oh, not Impact, sorry, AEW Dynamite, amazing show. Two matches you guys need to check out from AEW Dynamite this week is Dax Harwood and Jungle Boy. And MJF Jericho versus the Varsity Blondes. The only minor criticism I have of AEW is that they need to do a lot more teaching the guys and girls ring psychology is one. And to kind of slow it down a little bit. Let's take it down a little bit. It's too, it's too PWG-esque. And I know they plucked a lot of these guys and girls from the indies. So a lot of them don't don't have um television experience but you guys you got guys like Jericho and you got guys like um Cody Rhodes and you got Dustin and you got Arn Anderson there and you got the guys and girls in the back that are the guys in the back that have produced wrestling programming before so use them to their advantage but AW did an amazing job not only to set a beach break which is this coming Wednesday, but also for their pay-per-view in March, Revolution. So kudos to AEW, always putting out good in-ring stuff, decent segments. There's some misses here and there, but the only criticism I have, like I said, slow it down and some more ring psychology. And then on Friday Night SmackDown, we had the matches that I'm actually interested in. I'm actually interested in what they're doing with Cesaro. I'm actually interested in what they're doing with Daniel Bryan, and I'm uber interested in the last man standing match for the Universal title at the Royal Rumble because they did simple booking. I like the the whole split screen with Kevin Owens and, 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 and Roman Reigns. No issues there on SmackDown. SmackDown, to me, is the better show that the WWE is producing. It's more... It's fresher, it's, I, I, I enjoy the characters, and it's not making me look hokey and stupid and not insulting my intelligence as a wrestling fan. So, folks, that was my opinions and takes on the Royal Rumble 
and the week that was professional wrestling. I will be back with another episode to give my review of the Royal Rumble. Also, the week that was professional wrestling again next week. But until then, I bid you adieu. Good night. Goodbye. God bless. And always remain grateful.